smartcast you are listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast pregnancy and parenthood these are the two choices we make for life for some of us it's a smooth ride for the rest of us it's sometimes even difficult to just begin regardless we find it worth our while so much so that we opt for all kinds of fertility treatments one of the most notable being ivf so to make it a little easier at least at the beginning we bring to you this podcast ask the ivf expert is brought to you by parents of fertility powered by merk i'm your host deepthi ahuja and i will interview ivf experts from all over india to cover all sorts of questions you my dear would be parent might have in mind so are you ready to embark on your parenthood journey with fertility experts here we go are meant to be debunked especially if they are related to a procedure as intensive as IVF but there are times when myths sound too much like facts so then which is what how do you separate the two besides there is so much stress already without a clear mind are you even capable of separating the myth from the fact these are the thoughts that went behind the making of this episode Today we are going to debunk some common myths about the IVF procedures so that you don't have to. To lend his expertise and about 2 decades of experience we have with us Dr. Mahesh Bedekar, director of Dr. Bedekar Fertility Solutions Mumbai. Hi Dr. Mahesh, how are you? Hello, very fine, very fine. I'm glad. Great. Uh so Dr. Mahesh, lately you know my mother told me about a couple who lives next door and uh, she said quote and quote huh? i am directly quoting uh, they yeah. suffer from infertility we hear a lot of people talking about infertility as if it's a disease i'm really glad that you know our discussion so far in so many episodes uh, you know it has gotten us to understand that there are several causes of infertility and they are varied but it seems almost misleading to term it as a disease you know uh, the mistaken idea that infertility is a disease is a common place issue myth i don't know what to call it amongst yeah, the majority yeah. of the population and it's time that we debunk those myths so in yeah. your practice have you come across any such beliefs that surround ivf which need to be addressed see uh, i would like to stress that there are lots of myths and misconceptions about infertility if you go by who if you start defining infertility we say that it is a condition where a couple is go- is trying for pregnancy for more than 12 months without using any contraception with the lady having regular menses hmm. if they are if a couple is trying for more than 12 months with regular menses and if they don't conceive then they should not call themselves as infertile couples but they should consult an doctor or a infertility specialist oh thus you if you if you say infertility it's diagnosed after investigations many times there are certain conditions which we need to first first need to diagnose the patient do some investigations and then label that patient as infertile many mm-hmm. many times the couple comes to me and they say that we have been trying for 6 months and i am infertile they go on google they search yeah. something and they label themselves as infertile and the stress right. which they get after that the suffering which you the, the initial what did you say the hmm. suffering is something which is very bad and because of that suffering because of that stress 
there are more issues which gets psychological issues which gets created so i would not call it a disease unless it is it is proven otherwise there are certain things which it is a, we have to go, we will be, maybe we will be talking in this future that it is a male factor or a female factor a doctor has to decide whether the couple right. is infertile or not it should right. not be a diagnosis made by the patient which usually they do going huh. through experiences going the mother says something the mother in law will say something the friends will say something hmm. so the, let the doctor decide they, they should take they should go and consult a doctor if they are trying for more than a year without using any contraception right interesting interesting i mean this is like you know how uh, a lot of us uh, go to the doctor saying ki oh maybe we have asthma but it could just as well be a panic attack which is as serious but still you know <laughs> the See, doctor the problem today the huh. problem today is google is everybody's doctor so you every time patients <laughs> it is so same true. with me when i go somewhere i first google that thing and then go but uh, we have to be uh, scientific and uh, because if you label yourself with a disease then mm. there are a lot of psychological things which can come up yeah. and that can hamper the whole process of pregnancy so you should uh, have a proper scientific advice reading about something on google is fine but you should not uh, you should not go to conclusions the mm. ultimate thing is to be have a proper diagnosis with a specialist makes a lot of sense now uh, suppose a female goes through a miscarriage like we spoke about it uh, earlier that you know yeah. they could have tried it and you know or you know there could have been a miscarriage or during an early pregnancy does it reduce her chances of conceiving through ivf now and how soon after a miscarriage would you recommend she opt for the procedure yeah see the basically if she has gone undergone a miscarriage first the patient has to be counseled very well hmm. see there are many positive things about it and some negative first negative thing is that naturally the patient is very much psychologically disturbed if she has conceived naturally and she has miscarried the first right. thing i tell my patients that see for the positive thing that you have proved that you can become pregnant right. the very fact that she has she had become pregnant there were some problems so that she underwent the miscarriage hmm. but you became pregnant that is a very big thing then depending on the age we usually tell the patients to wait for 3 to 6 months that means if a patient who is 30 more than 35 years of age comes to me i will tell her to wait for 3 months minimum 3 months and who is a 25 years of age i will tell her to wait for a minimum 6 to 8 months then before pregnancy she should consult us but minimum 3 months any patient at any age group should wait and then again before conceiving we have to see the patient we have to see what are the causes of miscarriage many mm. time it is a spontaneous thing if this it was only a first miscarriage mm. there are 95 to 99% chances that the next time she will have a proper pregnancy oh okay yeah 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 so because nature if she has conceived naturally and mm. she had a miscarriage there were some maybe there were some problems in the baby which so the nature took a call and the baby did not grow So, so she doesn't even need to. Most likely, she won't be even uh, given the option of going through an IVF. She probably would be, it you know, the the couple would be advised to try it again uh, naturally. Absolutely, first time if she has miscarried and her age group is less than thirty, thirty-five. Huh. I'm sorry. Then I would tell the couple that just forget about this miscarriage. Hmm. Something wrong. See, many times it so happens that we diagnose abnormalities in the baby in the third month and sixth month. Right. And that is more traumatic. That everything was fine. The mother comes That's to so us for cool. an ultrasound, 
Yeah. This nature understood some things which science could not understand. As a doctor, hmm. unless until I investigate, I will not understand anything. So maybe in about six weeks, science nature took a call that no, this baby is going to have some problems. So nature took a call and she miscarried. So hmm. this is a positive side which a counselor has to be. I have to talk with my patients that right. something was wrong which nature took a call. So there are 95 to 99 percent chances that next time you will have a proper pregnancy. Proper counseling is very important. Now there are there is other sets of patients who have miscarried after an IVF treatment. So they are different sets of patients. They were they had some problems, so they were not conceiving. Right. And they conceived with IVF, and then unfortunately they undergo miscarriage. Mm. Then there are other sets of investigations which they have to do. But mm. that is a big topic. Then we have to divide. The yeah, that's a, of, yeah. 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 Uh, now I've heard this a lot that you know you have for a healthy IVF pregnancy you have to follow all precautions possible and there is a prevailing notion that IVF increases the risk of uh, the child having a birth defect and yeah. uh, you know malformations and it discourages people from undergoing the procedure to what extent if at all is it true and uh, if it is true is it because of certain fertility treatments or the infertility itself. I'd really like okay. to know. Yeah, uh, very important question. Uh, first part, you asked me whether the couple has to take extreme precaution. See, mm. actually, extreme precaution it is more hazardous to the woman because first thing I tell my patients that becoming pregnant is a mm. natural process. You are not becoming a patient. See, yeah, we did. They, they are not patients. They if they if you consider yourself as a patient, then you will act. Then the, you will have different food. You will have different uh, habits. We mm. tell our patients that you have conceived with IVF, which is a scientific advancement. But ultimately, nature accepted that pregnancy. Hmm. So you have to have a normal life. Nobody will tell you to run a marathon when you are pregnant. But hmm. an infertile couple who conceived with IVF, if she is doing well. I, we tell them to have a proper home cooked food, vegetarian, non-vegetarian. We are not into it. Home cooked food, normal activity. They should never stop that work. In right. Mumbai, we I stay in Mumbai. For, people ask for that matter of fact, I think uh, there are women who run marathons also. So I think it's perfectly. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would not, I would not recommend uh, uh, somebody who has conceived with IVF to run a marathon with the strenuous because, activity. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because because naturally she has she had to undergo an IVF treatment. That means she had some conditions or maybe right. her age is on higher side. Hmm. So it is an extreme activity. There are women who have run marathons. I I know there are examples who have done. Uh, Ignis channel swimming as well, but their yeah. extreme activity is not for infertile patients who have consumed with IVF. Ah. But normal activity, normal that means regular the, day to day. Absolutely, the basic in Mumbai. If I am saying in Mumbai, the basic, the important problem is, shall I? Can I travel to Mumbai by train? Hmm. And we tell them if see unless and until she has some symptoms, that is, if she is having some bleeding. Mm. Or she is a case of severe hypertension or diabetes. Right. They are they come in those five percent patients, but ninety five percent of the patients who are doing well, we we tell them that please don't consider that you are something special. You <laughs> have to be observed. Otherwise, they unnecessarily go in that psychological thing, and right. they become patients. We tell them you should enjoy the process. You should always enjoy the process of pregnancy. Makes a lot of sense. But what about that birth defect? Like that is another thing yeah, that adds yeah, to the tension. Yeah. Huh. I know. I know. I'll tell you, there is one percent more chance that an infertile couple who conceives with IVF has only one percent more chance than a natural pregnancy. And why That's is it? that? Only one percent. 
Why I will tell you because because who goes for infertility? Usually those ladies who are more than thirty-five. Their age group is unless and until there is some other factor. Maybe a if there is azuspermia in the male, that means there are no sperms. Then a twenty-five years couple also will have to go an IVF if they want to have hmm. a pregnancy. Those are different couples, but usually they are females. Her age group is very high, or there there is a male factor where there is severe oligospermia. There is some problem in the couple, a male huh. or a female. Right. So right. they are undergoing infertility. Hmm. So that that increases a one percent, only one percent. If you take hundred pregnancies. I nobody can guarantee you that hundred percent the baby will be prob- there will be no problem. There is a one mm. to three percent chance that the baby will have some problem. I mean, if an IVF couple, there is four percent chance maybe only one percent more. And right. the reason is not not the treatment. Reason is the age or the complications. There, there are some issues with the male or the female, so they underwent the treatment. That issues can create that more one percent chance. But majority of the times. Majority of the times, uh, it is similar to a natural pregnancy because they have conceived because of nature. Infertility right. is a procedure. Uh, IVF is a procedure. Yeah, Unless IVF. So we cannot guarantee them hundred percent success. Now the success rate of IVF is ranges now by by it is nearing fifty to sixty percent. Why not hundred percent? Because ultimately nature has to accept it. Yeah. So nature is so it's a it's it's a something which is a miracle which happens. and we are in between we have to keep on trying and doing our best right now um if a couple who has been pregnant in the past was conceived in the past naturally um yeah. or you know by a regular uh, this thing method uh, if they are unable to get pregnant again on the second or even the third or the fourth try could they be categorized as infertile and you know this is something that we don't hear a lot about and uh, what mm. is the course of action in such cases yeah but there are as you said we don't hear but we we see many couples who come to us that uh, they say that we have we had conceived in the past and now we are having difficulties in conception so mm-hmm. as i told you the definition of infertility uh, also remains the same if the couple who has conceived in the past has been trying for pregnancy for 12 months without using any contraception with regular menses and normal semen count naturally we will be labeling her as as a couple to be investigated that mm. definition will not change so a couple comes to me that i have a child who is 7 years of age and we have been trying for 2 years mm. and we are not conceiving doctor last time they said they tell us that we tried only for two times and we conceived now now i am trying for 2 years and we are not conceiving then naturally if they have been trying for more than a year we will start investigating majority of the times we right. see age is a problem then many times with age there we have to ask for the sexual history as well hmm. because because of age because of other factors the if the husband has uh, whether they have any medical conditions which they have now because that is a time when the couple undergoes investigations many times hmm. they don't get time and they are not investigated a lot then of come us to them. Yeah, don't even yeah. think about these kind of things until yeah, it yeah. you know the issue crops up or you know you have to consult a fertility expert so i totally understand that and it also seems that this whole label of infertility it's more a sociological and emotional yeah. sort of a tag it's not so much to do with ivf as a procedure or different styles a different procedures to conceive also so interesting i'm so, just realizing this now <laughs> see i'll tell you majority of them will need proper counseling and they should be 
told what what a proper pregnancy needs hmm. majority of them there is only 5% of the couples who need serious ivf treatments if you mm. come because what happens they, they if they are planning for 2 years and after 2 years they they start they think that we want a pregnancy and they go into hurry that we i want pregnancy in 2 months and then when they don't conceive psychologically you get the menses then the female starts crying yeah. i tell them that for first 2 years you didn't you didn't think about it that's fine there were many reasons for that you were in your career was there your other issues were there and when you start thinking it will not happen in 2 months you should hmm. give time to nature so women cry and men get angry ha huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah absolutely you are absolutely right <laughs> right so uh, now uh, is ivf and you know this is a very interesting question we were discussing in the team when you know we were prepping questions is ivf the only solution to have a baby if you're infertile and uh, besides the cases of infertility could you also share some situations where you have actually advised the patients to opt for an ivf treatment yeah see as i told you uh, this depends on many factors especially the age of the female hmm. anybody who is nearing 40 then we will not uh, give them more time for basic treatments because with with age naturally there are certain changes which are happening in the female's body which nobody can control and that is called as biological aging biological aging is something True. which is not in our control there hmm. are cases who have conceived uh, with ivf treatments at the age of 50 as well Hmm. but that are extreme cases if you take 100 patients who have who have been undergoing treatment at the age of 50 only 2% of them will conceive so that those 2% uh, will give us examples but we should not go in those examples actually right so that depends on age if your age is on a higher side no doubt we will be pressing on infertility more or as you asked me in which couples you will be directly telling them for infertility hmm. see there is a concept called as biological aging which i told you but premature ovarian failure which is coming up at a very big way in india yeah. that means that means uh, usually a female goes into menopause after the age of 45 that means the eggs which are needed they, the the quality and the quantity goes on decreasing hmm. we are seeing nowadays and which is a very important thing and a worrying thing to think that in india because of maybe pollution and many other factors we are seeing that the egg quantity and quality is drastically dropping before 40 so we have females who have an amh amh is It's the quantity scary. of the egg yeah uh, i should uh, we should say not it is scary because we should not scare our patients of but course. this is important that investigations is important because there are couples means a female comes to me and she tells me and i see her report at the age of 28 I, mm. I have to tell her that you go for infer, uh, for IVF treatment because your eggs are not there. That is AMH is something which tells us about the egg uh, quantity. Yeah. And if that if that AMH report is uh, sometimes we see AMH reports which would have been a forty-eight years uh, female's uh, report like com- comparison. If you compare it, then mm. I have to tell her that you should not stop. Uh, you should have to go for IVF. Okay. Or or a male who is having severe oligospermia and asymptomatospermia. that means her his semen count is so less that it is hmm. not possible that he is going to conceive hmm. uh, with basic treatments and there is no medicine by which that count is going to go high hmm. so this is a two important facts uh, factors which will decide whether the the couple will go for directly ivf first hmm. is the amh that is the ovarian reserve in a female if it is right. matching with her age if it is not matching naturally she has to be very aggressive with the treatment hmm. and the male factor other mm-hmm. people who has unfortunate those who have cancers 
Right. Unfortunate females who have cancers naturally mm. they have to go undergo chemotherapy and radiotherapy. Mm. So we they have to freeze their eggs and right. uh, they so maybe a thirty years old who has some breast cancer and she is undergoing mm. some treatment. Or I had a, we have patients who are undergoing testicular cancer uh, treatments. Mm. So then we have to freeze their uh, semen and or the eggs and then we have to do IVF afterwards. So these are few conditions I should say only five percent of the patients. Mm-hmm. where we have to advise them ivf directly or you have a patient who has severe uh, blocked tubes if the mm-hmm. tubes are blocked and we investigate if a patient mm-hmm. of especially a secondary infertility and we investigate and we see that her tubes are blocked or there is or there is severe infection then she is not going to conceive naturally we have to uh, offer them ivf but these are Makes less sense. amount 5, 5 to 10% i should say got it got it and fear yeah. also is something that can be uh, acknowledged by sharing information and yeah, uh, yeah. consultation as you put it very Absolutely. lightly yeah. i mean i am feeling better already <laughs> after um so uh, you know there are i'm sure there are some common myths and risks also the actual risks associated with embryo transplantation now that we are talking about you know we've gone deeper yeah. into the ivf procedure yeah. um what are those uh, and what are those um, things that people need to be careful about see first myth as you asked me whether after the transfer uh they ask us that i will just keep on sleeping for 24 hours 48 bed hours that's the greatest bed rest and absolutely mm. it is hazardous there mm. is a huge study which has come that if you compare 1000 patients who have were given bed rest and 1000 patients who continued with their normal activity the chances of proper pregnancy were more in those patients who continued with their normal activity mm. so bed rest is a big no no after embryo transfer as i told you nobody will tell her to go for a marathon running but mm. normal activity after the transfer within maybe 10 minutes we tell them to go to the urine and right. then they have to just have normal activity traveling is not a restriction mm. everything you can do your day to day activity should never be changed everything mm. you do you have to be always you, so you treat it like a regular pregnancy normal. you have to be careful no doubt about it you should not be careless but don't think that something has happening to me and then that psychological effect will have hazardous effect on that pregnancy Makes so sense. you have to be so normal diet should is important sometimes it so happens that there is spotting or there is some bleeding mm. then you are mm. on some blood thinners and medicines then you have to consult your doctor many times it so happens that this infertile females are on some medicines prior to going treatment they are mm. highly diabetic or they are hypertensive then those medicines they have to take properly their sugar control is very important especially they are high risk women anybody who is at the age of 42 who has undergone embryo transfer and anybody who has age at 28 who has undergone embryo transfer there is a difference no doubt about this one more thing is if her weight is also important if she is right. a obese female hmm. then she has to have a proper diet counseling this this mind these are minute things but they are important if you are on any medicines thyroid medicines diabetic medicines you have to follow that properly you have to see to it that that levels are in control and majority of the of the times they are that way motivated and we mm. also have to counsel them properly if you right. bar these things it's a normal thing you just have to be relax yourself for 15 days till the result mm. comes and be positive <laughs> yeah uh 
I'd really like to wrap up this episode on a slightly more lighter <laughs> note, I would say, uh, without, uh, of course, casting a shadow on the misinformation. Uh, regarding the possibility of twins uh, through fertility treatments, this is a lot of that, And they have this, how should I put it, insatiable curiosity when it comes to twins. Uh, have yeah. any of your patients bluntly requested twins or mentioned a desire for triplets? And uh, are there any misconceptions also that have grown about, uh, you know, the increased chances of having twins through IVF? This is such a pop culture thing, but I have yeah, to ask yeah, you this yeah. question. No, no, this is a very important question. See, there is a huge difference between a mindset of an Indian patient and a patient abroad. Hmm. See, twinning is a complicated pregnancy. In India, somehow people have that passionate, they're passionate about twins. These this movies, which they we see nowadays, yeah. they are showing many so, see, twinning is fine, but a lady, a twin pregnancy, it's much more, and a triplet pregnancy, it's much more complicated than a singleton pregnancy. Right. So, we see patients telling us that, see, why twinning is more in pregnancy? Because if we insert two embryos or three hmm. embryos, naturally hmm. there are chances of twin or triplet pregnancy. Right. But if, if there is a concern which we get from the patient that I we want to do only single embryo transfer. The mm. best is single embryo transfer. You select the best embryo mm. and the best is single embryo transfer. But as you rightly said, in India, mm. majority of the times we get requests from the couples that you we would like to have uh, three embryos transferred and we would like to go for twin. Then it so happens that we transfer three or four embryos. Then they have a triplet and quadruplet and we keep on reducing. That means if a triplet pregnancy is much more complicated, there are complications of preterm delivery, abortions, then we reduce one pregnancy. That means it is like going that way. So if you ask me, if you ask me, single embryo transfer is the most important thing which has to be understood. Right. But that is a couple's uh, choice. We always give this choice in India. Abroad, only single embryo transfer is allowed. By oh. law, yeah, yeah, there are countries where you can only transfer one embryo only because it is good for wow. the female's body no mm. it is something and for something, the child too absolutely absolutely mm. but there is no regulation as on uh, today in india so majority of the times we keep we transfer two or three embryos and then naturally there are twin in pregnancies which are uh, seen more in pregnancy but we have an ivf center and a nicu mm. if you ask me there are lots of complications which can occur Hmm. And the lady has to go through all that thing. So, single so embryo might transfer. As well, yeah. No, no, no. Not worth it. If you ask me, it is not worth it. Have, yeah. a, have a proper single. You can again go for IVF in the after three to four years afterwards. But single embryo transfer is something which is very important. And couples have to be counseled that you should press because there is no regulation in India. I think uh, there is also a fear related to this, right? Like, so if a couple has been uh, without a child for the longest time and they come for an IVF treatment and, uh, uh, you know, already the chances of the success yeah. of an IVF treatment is uh, 50%, as you said, or yeah. even 30, 40%, yeah. however, 30 depending, yeah. age. depending upon age. the age, depending yeah. upon the complications and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. They might actually fear that next time when we go for it, and because you, a lot of people want to complete their family, they want to have two kids. So maybe there is that fear that you know, um, if I go for it again, um, yeah. I might it might not be successful, and we might not be able to give a sibling to our child. Yeah. So yeah. is that something that comes up so often? That it comes often, but here a proper counseling is important. Hmm. See, rather than going through that. through those complications of uh, interventions and undergoing uh, preterm delivery going to an os tightening when the baby goes into the nicu hmm. is it worth all this if you see yeah. if i see a ivf patient who has twin pregnancy and ivf patient who has a singleton pregnancy a twin pregnancy ivf patient has lots of complications because her if her age is on the higher side she will have hypertension she will hmm. have gestational diabetes hmm. so this counseling is that see i'll tell you in that moment they will tell you that i want a twin pregnancy but they have to be told that there are certain complications which you should expect are you ready for this that if that's a it's a very informed thing yeah the problem I is that you. there is no information yeah people yeah. should be informed that there if you want to go for twin or triplet these are the complications which are expected during your pregnancy during your nine months if you are ready for if you want to go through those complications that's fine but that counseling is important unfortunately that doesn't happen because as a doctor also i want my patients to be happy with successful yeah. pregnancies but but there has to be a proper counseling only having a proper positive pregnancy test and the lady undergoing complications afterward i am not a doctor who will like that my so, they have to be they should have a healthy pregnancy and the course of that 9 months should be also very safe for the mother right so i mean just to sum it up ideally uh, a person a couple if they are going for an ivf uh, procedure they need to be educated informed uh, they need to also have an open mind about a lot of things and there uh, they especially don't need to fall into the trap of comparing themselves to other couples uh, they uh, definitely need Absolutely. to consult with the doctor with their own doctor with their own fertility expert and need to be able to listen to what every uh, you know what they have to say and decide it together probably i should even go to the extent of saying that they have to listen less to their fears or their voices of the mutual decision should be louder than their fears absolutely absolutely it, it as you rightly said it has to be a proper scientific advice they should follow Hmm. and positive thinking is the most important thing for success otherwise yeah. it so happens that they are going so much it's there is lot of cost involved into it so yeah. much of injections they have to go undergo and with that stress the result goes down so Absolutely. i always tell my patients that everybody is going to sincerely try for pregnancy be positive have a positive attitude hmm. majority of the times nature is kind there is no magic any doctor is going to do Yeah. Talk with the patient, counsel them properly, and keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Fingers crossed for all the couples yeah, who are trying absolutely. it. Absolutely. IVF baby. Thank you so much, Doctor Mahesh. I had a lovely time chatting with you. Same here. It was very nice talking with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was my Thank pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's it for this episode. We'll be back with another one super soon. Until then, chin up, yar. और कोई भी सवाल हो तो रीच आउट टू अस एट एच टी हेल्थ शॉर्ट्स फॉर अपडेट्स ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट फॉलो अस एट एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट दैट इज एच टी एस एम ए आर टी सी एस टी वी आर प्रेजेंट ऑन फेसबुक इंस्टाग्राम ट्विटर यूट्यूब क्लब हाउस लिंक इन यू नेम इट टू लिसन टू मोर पॉडकास्ट लॉग ऑन टू एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट डॉट कॉम और सुनो नए नजरिए से 
You were listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.